I pushed record. Hello. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you are super eager today. Well, you said, yeah, I'm ready. I push record. Silence. <laughs> well, you said you don't read my messages. And I'm like, oh, maybe you sent me an important message. So I looked over to my phone. That probably mm-hmm. took me three seconds. This is mm-hmm. a classic Dave. No, um, it's, it's been five seconds general. since I sent you a message and you haven't responded yet. Um, <laughs> no, it's just classic no. you to like only respond to the ones you want to. It's well, fine. And then I go after I may not have an immediate response. Sometimes you have to think about what you're going to say. Oh, that's Not different. just blurt out whatever comes first. Yeah, but we're processing verbally. So then hey, everybody. Welcome to the check-in. <laughs> this is Little Dave window. and Sonia. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. All Welcome. of us. All um, of our too muchness coming out. Super there it glad is. that you are on episode two. I hope that that means that you also listen to episode one. Though there are no rules to how we engage with podcasts. Um, well, no, no <laughs> there are no rules. Like <laughs> no, I, there's none. Unless true. there's like some story arc, which there, there's not. You know, isn't really. Every episode is a standalone yeah. episode. Yeah. I mean, of... over time, argu- you know, arguably, the experiment here is that if we take a few minutes every week over time, um, there's a connection, well, deeper builds, connection. That's what builds, that's what we're that's what we are proposing. Connection. So I suppose that is the story arc. But regardless, welcome to the check-in, and um, this is where Dave and I check in with one another. So Dave, you seem to to just. I'm in Portland. It's eight twenty. I rolled out of bed literally twenty five minutes ago. <laughs> Right, and you are and Dave, you're in Ottawa. You're not a morning person. Is this correct? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. It's eight twenty, and this is I'm alive. That's I don't know. For some people, that's morning. That's being a morning person. But all that to say, it's eleven o'clock, eleven twenty where you are. Right, but the last episode, you've journaled. You've had two cups of coffee. I'm on coffee. I'm in a super good place. But the last episode, I was in my afternoon lull. So you come in with like energy and you've had your coffee and i'm like i want to have a nap yeah so i'm like can we record earlier because like right i gotta and at I least find a way to so match your energy accommodating said yes of course dave let's do that right. so here we are Perfect. um thank you yeah so dave how are you what are you noticing what's going on with you yeah um i will so, interrupt go ahead yes yeah, so <laughs> you always do <laughs> Oh my. So what I've noticed is, um, it's actually been fascinating, is I've noticed that the work I've done over the past few years, let's say three years, um, on just kind of training my inner, kind of the inner work, training those kind of muscles inside, I've uh, been finding has been helpful in this season. Um, And I've worked hard to get in touch with, uh, with my emotions. So often, um, in circumstances like this, we're facing kind of this crisis moment. I would just numb. I would find tasks to do ways in which I would be busy. And I'm finding and noticing in this space right now is I'm feeling everything. And I think that's really good. Um, 
because it's not what I would have done in the past. So feelings of joy and gratitude, but also fear and loss and frustration and anger and hopelessness. And just all those emotions seem really present. Mm-hmm. You're, you're allowing them to come to the surface and acknowledging them. Yeah. And so I think that that's, that's really good news. But what is challenging or what I'm recognizing is seeing the gaps. And so I'm kind of sitting in all these feelings and allowing these feelings to come up. Um, and I'm feeling so much more as this moment kind of puts us in the space of feeling so much more because there, there is fear and what's the future look like and what's next and when is it going to be over and what's new, what's the new norm? Like there's just so much uncertainty mm-hmm. that this moment brings up. So I'm sitting in those feelings, but what I'm recognizing the gaps are is I also then want to control the feelings or control how I respond to others in those feelings. So, um, so yeah, so it just feels like there's so much inner work left to do. And <laughs> Wait, how you haven't arrived? This moment is oh my no, gosh, I no. thought like we did the inner work and then we were done. Right, yeah, that's what I was hoping. So all these yeah. emotions come up, and I'm going, yeah, but I don't, I don't like them, <laughs> and uh-huh. I don't like this, yeah. and I don't like what I'm feeling right now. Yeah, and... because when they come to the surface, then it's like, what do you actually do with those? And what right. you're saying is that. Are you, what are you saying was happening with those feelings you were having? Like you're frustrated, you're angry. What, where, what happens with those feelings? What do you do with them? Right. So I could, I can be short. I can sit in the feelings of being frustrated and not know what to do. So what do I do now? So often I just end up controlling it, controlling either how Mm. I see others respond to me control how I want others to respond to me. And the challenge is connection is hard. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we're in a space where I don't have um, someone to process or to sit in the feelings with. So I'm sitting in them often alone. Mm -hmm. And what is it then to sit in those feelings and go, okay, what is an outlet right now? What's a healthy outlet Mm -hmm. where these emotions can Mm -hmm. begin to bring awareness, enlighten, um, help me understand so it's asking my feelings um, the questions that I think need to be asked. Um, it's interesting so, too, as you're talking about it. It's like you, and I don't, I don't know. This is not my field of expertise. We should get an expert on here. But it's yeah, I, I'm wondering about the aloneness in our inner work, right? Like there's like the space where maybe it's a, we have a therapist or we're talking to a trusted friend or, you know, that kind of thing that help us process that. And then what are the parts that are just inevitably like facing our aloneness in a sense, right? Or, or the, the fears that are attached to a feeling of being alone. Cause I actually question whether we are really truly alone, but that feeling is real. The feeling of being, no one understands me. No one knows what I'm going through. No one can relate. There's nobody here to work this through with me. And that's just interesting to me. Yeah. And I think that feelings can lead us to a life giving place, but they can also be destructive. And so like that aloneness yesterday, I went for a walk, sat on the bench overlooking kind of this little park area, smoked a cigar, got in touch with my breathing. And then as you inhale to... cigar smoke, go on. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't <laughs> great. Isn't great when there's a lung kind of pandemic going yeah. on, but, but whatever. Um, oh my gosh. But it was this beautiful space of sitting in some of my feelings. Yeah. And I felt alone in it. 
Right. So I know. And what was that like? What did it feel like? What did that feel like? Um, What words would you use to describe the alone feeling? um, Yeah, I, I started feeling alone and then realized that the ducks were landing around me. And nature itself was very present. You know, it's mm-hmm. spring is kind of starting. So there's some signs of life. Um, a gentleman walks by, makes a comment about my cigar and wishes more people smoked them. Um, and <laughs> like, so there was a sense of, no, I'm not alone mm-hmm. um, because things are moving and swirling around me. Um, but it's also this understanding or awareness that I actually needed to sit with my emotion that controlling them also wasn't helpful mm-hmm. or pushing them aside. So it's some, it's one thing to feel something and let that pop up and go, Oh, I'm feeling this, but how do we sit in it? Do we journal? Do we write? Do we let that emotion actually take up space? And I think what I was learning is we need to let those emotions take up space. Mm-hmm. And that probably is the alone work. Um, we often can't do that with others. Mm-hmm. So art journaling, um, sitting on a park bench and watching ducks land, uh, going for a walk in, na- in nature may be a proper response to the feelings of emotions versus the destructive lashing out, being controlling, demanding certain expectations or responses from the people around us. Because often what happens is we act out on those emotions externally. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, where the destruction can come. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And definitely impedes connection. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, when we're controlling responses around us, either our own or others, yeah. and are demanding a certain response that we're not getting. Right. Yeah, right. it, it <laughs> Yeah, that's not the ideal, you know, yeah. It distances. Environment. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think this moment does that. We have people who are stuck in environments homes not getting out where these emotions are going to pop up and what do we do with them where do we go how do we begin to look inside um, when we feel these things mm-hmm. yeah Whew, that was a lot some good processing there dave yeah so what are you noticing sonia what are you <laughs> feeling um well connected to that i think you know, I um, I reconnected with a, a good friend of mine who lives in D.C. And um, so we've had some really quick, brief, we use Marco Polo to talk with one another. So we send these kind of vids and just recognizing with her and I, like we can just, we end up babbling on and on for like five minutes on a video, you know, um, just like exchanging these messages with each other. And, and um yeah, it was just, I, I'm finding in this kind of moment of sheltering in place and all the challenges that go with it, I'm also finding, I'm also having some reconnections and mm. using different ways that are meaningful to different people right. to connect, you know? <clears throat> and um, uh, yesterday, well, you know, I, and I tend to be somebody, so I say this, I tend to be someone who I can sit in uncomfortable tension or pain or whatever that is and I don't have a compulsion or a drive to resolve it you know I can I can let it just sort of simmer there for a long time so emotionally healthy of you yeah no it's just part of Enneagram 4 I think just 
I, that's just how my, that right. my, I have no, I just don't want to, I don't need to cope that way. But, um, yesterday, um, a few people, including yourself were in, no, noticing, um, I was, I seemed emotionally distant or disconnected. Right. Yes. And, and that usually happens when I am so busy taking in all of what is everything around me. And I have no time to myself being alone. So I'm like craving being alone. You know, like right. I just haven't had the time or the space alone to let it kind of either self-organize or I don't even necessarily need to process it. It just needs to sort of settle instead of being, I feel it's sort of like, like things just need to settle, go to the top, come to the top, go to the bottom and just kind of find their order. And I just did not have that time or space. So yesterday what I actually needed was a reset. I, mm. for me, like I didn't need to sit in it and process it and think about it like in a brain sort of way. I actually right. needed to reset everything. It's like pushing that button. And so the reset for me was getting, I bought new running shoes. And, well, would you, which, what what kind did you buy? Because um, that's important. Yeah, I bought some Nikes. Um, nice. Yeah, I don't know that. I'm not a shoe person, so I can't tell you <laughs> exactly what they are. They are black. <laughs> they can tell you the color. That's how they look. That's us. <laughs> but, and you um, can have three and, and four. They were in my they price range. Good. They were in my price range. I went to you know their website. So got some new running shoes, which is a, a great investment for this moment in time, I think. Yes. Being able to get exercise. But put my shoes on went outside and I just like, I had the energy and I just ran for about 20 minutes, just like as fast as as I could, got that energy out, went over to Willamette River, to the Willamette Park. And there are quite a few people out actually. It was, it was a little challenging to maintain the social distancing rules, um, even at a park, just because sidewalks and, you know, running Mm. in the street, et cetera. But um, because it's a beautiful day in Portland, I think people are just trying to get outside. But I went for the run, and then I just paid attention to nature, right? So I'm, like, taking pictures of the river, the trees, the new buds, you know, all those things. And um, listen to – I have a playlist, Spotify playlist that I call Get It. And it's just sort of my, like, pumped up, you're – you're, you're an amazing person, you know, like so kind of good. playlist. Just sort I of love speaking it. to me about the truth of myself. And yes. I just went through that, yeah, that playlist. And um, yeah, and literally 15 minutes, you know, and I was suddenly like, oh my gosh, it's okay. Like, you know, like right. I have feelings again. You know, like yes. I was, I just, yes. I could sense I was back so to speak and so i don't know yeah i think that there are moments like you or you you where you're alone at the park and you're processing and figuring it out and then there are times you just have to hit the reset button so my favorite moment is after your run you send me a meme i'm back bitches yeah with the queen giving the middle finger i'm going oh yeah senya is back here we go oh my gosh yeah so yeah so i've been noticed so I, i love that two responses to emotion yeah, and it's kind of this reset of getting out and doing activity and running, and the other is I got to sit in what is and feel and not push it aside. I think what I'm also noticing is the third response, and I see this around me with um, a lot of my neighbors, is they're just um, it's kind of self isolating is is good for them. They're working at home, they have a home, they're doing 
kind of this, um, I'm just business as normal. And they're not taking time to notice and to pay attention. And I think that's what I would have done a few years ago is just back into, I'm fine. I'm, I'll make the most out of what this moment is. Nothing's really changing for me. When asked how they're doing, I'm fine. Um, and I just feel we have this moment right now to actually sit in what is mm-hmm. and to feel. And it's actually really good news when we start to feel. Right. So Right. Maybe now, in our next podcast, we can talk about maybe some very practical ways that we can kind of come back to being present and being yes, to, to kind of sit yes. in that. Cause those are not inherent practices. Those are not naturally no. occurring to us. I don't think, I think there's something, especially as adults, as we've learned a way of being, we have to, yeah. uh, we have to train and teach ourselves how to do that. And maybe we could even get a guest to come and share. Yeah. I'd love to things. get some guests on the podcast yeah. to, from time to time, kind of share how they're, growing and learning and connecting in this season yes. of, uh, of physical distancing. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. Well, we're near that mark. We are. Let's wrap it's it up. Time. This has been amazing. Always love connecting, even Always. though it reveals all the mess. Oh yeah. Thank you everyone for tuning in to the check-in and we hope you will tune in again sometime soon, maybe even Monday. Have a great day.